stop mauling that baby. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Dads Being Dads. I am Chris Catronio and with me tonight is Randy James and Jason Fitzgerald. Guys, how is your spring, I need summer, help. spring going? I need help. Oh, Jason needs yes. help. What's going on, I have on, a situation man? and I don't know how to handle it. Okay, we're here to. Um, we're here for you. Here's the situation. So many speeding cars. The situation is that Randy keeps trolling me. Oh, on this very podcast. No, uh-huh. the situation is that my neighbor <laughs> lets his dog loose whenever he wants, and it just roams around the neighborhood. And I'm okay with dogs. I'm fine. I'm not one of these people that oh, it's my my long lost child. But I'm okay with them. I can accept people that have them as pets. That's what I can't accept very is their dog walking all over the neighborhood. So he's a rogue and dog. Yes. Is it and walking? Um, a, you know, is it? Is it like giving you the stink eye? I mean, what kind of walk? Is it like a swagger? I does he, don't. Does he have a lot of attitude or care. Is it more of a dainty <laughs> trot. I mean, is yeah. Doesn't matter. It does not matter to me. I am in at my wit's end with this dog, and like I said, I'm okay with it. But my wife is not okay with it. She is not comfortable with the dog being loose in the neighborhood. We talking big dog, little dog. It's a uh, medium sized dog. Oh, for crying out loud! Now the name of the dog escapes me. It's a golden retriever. Oh, okay. So friendly, dopey, typically a friendly dog. dog. But I don't know that this dog is friendly, and I have a two year old that sometimes is in the yard without. Apparent right there. Okay, first question. Your town leash laws? Yes. Uh, or vo- or voice command or voice command. Voice command. Mm. Like Ooh, if it's under really, strict uh, voice command, like stop mauling okay. that baby. It's got to right. stop mauling the baby, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Oh wow, it's kind of a permissive law. Okay, it's but there to. are leash I mean, but, laws. But if it doesn't, I mean, what happens if it doesn't? Then are they <laughs> that, fined for the, they're given a ruling to take the dog back to voice? I've got more school. of this story. Wow. So this started last summer where my wife was just like, I'm done with this. I, I don't want this dog around. Mm. And also, I believe that the dog relieves itself in our yard, and I don't feel like <laughs> cleaning it up. It's not my dog. I don't have a dog. I shouldn't be cleaning up dog crap from somebody else. And, you know, they're, they're fairly sizable dogs. I'm just going to... Uh... Yeah. That may be my first hiccup, actually, on the show with that crap. No, there's a second. Okay. Well, <laughs> so... We did the neighborly thing. Well, again, my, when I say we, uh, it was my wife initiated all this, but I'm in league with her here on this. I agree with her. She did the neighborly thing. She got the dog, found out who the dog belonged to, contacted the owner of the dog and said, I'm not sure you know this, this situation. The neighbor responded with an email back. And this was all over email. Oh, yeah, I know. Sometimes I let the dog out. I'm surprised to find out that he's in your yard. Okay, fine. Later that day dog's back in our yard at which point i was like okay the guy is giving us absolutely no he he's just he doesn't care he's like i'm letting my dog out and it's gonna go over and then he tells us he's giving us lip service here that yeah oh, i keep my dog under. i'm surprised that it's uh-huh. there so now the weather's warm again the snow is finally melted and now this dog is back over the summer periodically last year my wife called first she's okay so she dealt with the the owner the owner didn't care. Yeah. Surprised. Didn't take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, unmotivated to do anything about it. Called the uh, police. The mm. police referred to the animal control. She would call the animal control. Okay. That we'll, we'll take this down as a complaint. Okay. We'll take this down as another complaint. Okay. From now on, we mail them tickets. So that's all it is. Like, huh. so I'm like, you, the dog could be sitting in their living room and you could call and they'll give them a ticket. 
That's what supposedly what happens. Now, I huh. it is that's true. I think that is very true. Yes, that's so you, you grew could up grief your neighbors that, who, with the dogs. Well, you don't it's, like, it's, but. it's we had similar. <laughs> I mean, you gave a similar example of a, a related story off the air, I believe, which I won't give the details of. But it's kind of like whoever calls the police first wins, right? Uh. So it's. It, it's it's presumed guilt in a lot of cases, especially in regards to the... I, I've, I've seen this, where people will just keep calling the animal officer on someone who's like, their dog is indoors because they don't like the person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they'll keep getting these tickets, and now they're all caught up in this mess of like, <laughs> what do I have to fight this or go somewhere? Again, huh. not taking sides here, but uh, well, let's get back uh, to right. And that, so this is sort of a... It's an untenable situation, right? I mean, the guy, the the, the guy could be like, well, "I'm looking at my dog, and you're going to mail me a ticket." So I don't understand that. So I suppose they're supposed to call and talk to them. It, it came, it, it escalated a little bit today because Uh-oh. now the dog came into the house, the yard, multiple times today, and my wife called the animal control. A different animal control person called her back, and she's like, "Well, how do you know it's this person's dog? How do you know it's not?" A dog from across the street who we've never seen and is also a, a golden retriever, but it's a little different. Like it's bigger, I think. Well, what difference does it make? Bingo. I, that's why I'm so aggravated. I would have told that gentleman in no uncertain terms. Listen, it's your job. I don't know whose dog this is. Yeah. You come get figured out. Don't ask me to figure it out. This is your job. It's what you're here for. Yeah. Now, does the dog let you, does the dog, is it friendly? Can you pet it? Um, so. I today when it came back, it was right before dinner. So I, I was like, well, let me try and get the dog and let's confirm that it's the dog that we think it is. And it would let me get within four feet and then it would run away. Oh. But I know that it has come closer to my kids because but we have seen my kids like pet that dog. Interesting. So, so I've, I, I've got advice. If, if it's too early, yeah, stop me. No, I but, want I want the advice. Here would, that, here would my advice would be English bad. I would, first of all, get on terms with the dog. So you could pet it at will and be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? And lead it in and then stab it. Nope. And then (laughs) as you're talking and petting, take a picture of the dog's tag with your iPhone or your phone, which is now going to have a time and date stamp and his tag. And you're doing two things. A, you're building a rapport with the dog so you could... You know, pet it and, and maybe, well, see, it might backfire because it might think you're like super friendly, but you're really building a case to never see him again. And so then, you know, maybe the next time he'll come, you know, hey, buddy, you know, how you doing? Pet him. Take another picture of his tag, time date stamp. Keep doing that. And each time you guys get fed up, just mail in the picture along with your complaint. And you've got now a history. You've got a positive identification of the dog. And, then we'll see where the process goes because I have a feeling it will still go nowhere because we're talking about town government. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm being a little general there. That's my. So no, that would be that's what, what I would. That's do. why I'm frustrated. I, that's 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 really why I'm frustrated because we could reach back out to the cops, and I think that's my next step is that Holly's going to reach, call the police tomorrow tomorrow again, and if the dog shows up, and be like, listen, animal control is not really doing anything, or the mail that animal control is sending to this person with bills in it is being ignored or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. That ticketing process isn't having the desired effect. Is there a what consequence is the to not paying them? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know that they've actually gotten a ticket, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. They can just say thing. that to shut up all the complainers. Yeah, right. We're giving them tickets. It's cool. They'll never do it again. So 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 let's just play this out. Because pretend that's the 
police. And in my experience, I don't want to get into police bashing thing, but they're like, well, that's that department's responsibility. That's not our jurisdiction. We're, we're not going to pick this up. So let's just take for, for argument's sake that the police don't yeah, do that. Because I mean, ideally you want them busting criminals, not dogs. So yeah, that's why there's animal control. Well, I don't want, you know, the worst case thing is if this dog all of a sudden snaps or something and, or my kid grabs the dog mm-hmm. in the wrong way. Scares and, it and it takes a chunk yeah. out of your kid. And, right. and d- retrievers are actually on the list of dangerous dogs in a way because they're so dopey, yet they're still, you know, animals. I mean, still probably a 60 pound animal. Yeah, it weighs more than any of my kids. Potentially destructive. They're, they're actually kind of up there on the list. I want to say they're, no, I don't think they're before. Uh, bull terriers but they're close which is surprising hmm, um yeah. but it's mean i think it's mainly because they're so dopey but i could be <laughs> i could be off on that so what do i do now everyone's like i ah, just kill the dog throw it in the traffic just <laughs> run it over with your car uh i can't oh, and i'm boy. not like a person that i can be like yeah why would you just... want to kill the dog it's not the well, dog's I don't, fault. I, I, it's the I don't like well, right? So I can kill the owner. Then there's going to be a different set of laws. I'm going to fall different jurisdiction. All right, so leave the killing out of the equation. Killing is right, so not going to fix this. Let's leave killing aside. So yeah. I thought so about like you- I could tie the dog to my tree and then call him every time and be like, "Your dog's tied up in my yard. Come get it." Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's I one- thought about that too. That's an interesting one. Like I found a loose dog that is, you know, I was a little worried it was going to hit by. You could play it down a bit i was really worried it was going to be playing in traffic and i would probably hit it with my car by accident <laughs> so i tied it to this tree come and get it every time you see it i tied it to a tree come and get it yeah that's it and tie it to someone on some other neighbor's tree i tied it to the neighbor six blocks away from yeah. the house's tree i drove it three miles from here and tied it to a tree <laughs> yeah the other thing as i thought about since the animal won't come to the dog, we could bring the dog to the animal control. I told Holly, like, maybe just put it in the car and drive it over yeah. to the... So the whole befriending there. plan, you get it to the point where you're like, want to yeah. take a ride, buddy? I got a picture of your collar today, and it's time <laughs> date stamped, so let's take you on a ride, deliver you to animal control <laughs> repeatedly. Now, so, now, do you know anything about that? Like, so what's this dude? Is it an old dude, young dude? Is he really tall and muscular? <laughs> Is he slight... Um, you wanted- I got one, I got one more idea before we get down to that those weeds. Okay, but okay. The other idea I have is to actually take the collar off the dog, oh. and then call animal control and say, "There's an unmarked, untagged dog running around my neighborhood. I tied it up here. You come yeah. and get it." Now I make sure you drop be- it down one of the drain, you know, the <laughs> yeah, storm yeah. drains or something. I don't know. I, I I say anything you do to keep yourself clean in this. I stick know, with but that. that's so that's the problem. No, it's not. That- it's not. It's a mindset. You're. you're you're incensed well, because of the dog, which I can relate to because I got two yippers next to me and they drive me totally crazy. But every time I see them, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. And I'm not mad during the day, but I'm insane with rage at 6 a.m. when they're like, hey, hey, hey. So you got to separate the emotions and the killing urge. It's natural, I think. Uh, sure. Um, and let's focus on keeping <laughs> yourself clean, but figuring out this problem. So let, Can I... Can I know, I but add, now, I mean, but but now the the onus of the problem solution has come upon me. Has, has come to you, yes, it's, it has. It has, raging. But that is that's life, right? I understand. Life, I understand. It's all problem solving. And and you know, I don't have the proximity problem you have, but I'm not. Uh, let's just say I'm not a dog lover. Uh, I I I think they're nice. Um, I always think it's a little bit strange, and we've discussed this that you know, on the one hand, you will be some someone's on the far end of the scale where basically like. Dogs will sleep in their bed 
and they get them little baby clothes and they love them <laughs> like their children. And then they're feeding them a steak, right? You know, you're like, hey, let's share some veal, you know, or, or some venison or something. This is, I just shot a deer in the face so we could eat it together, right? It's, it's just very, it seems very strange to yeah. me. And it's hard to explain. And people kind of look at it like, yeah, but one of those is for, you know, pals, buddies, and the other one is food. I don't want to get into that discussion so much. But You think we should domesticate deer? <laughs> No, I think we should eat dogs, too. Oh, uh, the solution is we eat is, all the neighborhood dogs. <laughs> the go. behavior of Free picking food. one over the other is, is a little bit strange. Um, but I have I have a lot of you prescriptions. Pretty much every single one of my neighbors in this area, and we, our houses are close together, has dogs now. And most of them are barking all during the show, and sometimes you can hear them, and sometimes you can't. And, yeah, 10, 11 at night, like, they'll oh. be out. You know, barking like crazy, like they got to come inside. I'll go out the back door and be like, let the dogs in <laughs> you, you the have to yell. You have to be like the dog and yell to your neighbors, let the dog right. in, let the dog I'm in. I'm fairly certain. <laughs> right. Because that's what they're saying, right? but in doggies. Let the dog in, right, right. let the dog the, in. The frustra- I understand the frustration because on occasion, right, I want to go over to their house at three in the morning, stand outside the front door and just scream like a lunatic. Right, and what will happen? They'll call the police. Mm-hmm. Be like, "There's some crazy person screaming like a lunatic outside mm-hmm. our front door." Well, okay, yeah, but at 11:30 last night, and every half hour during the entire day, your crazy dog was screaming like a lunatic. Yep. In the, it's so loud. And it, anyway, kids are trying to sleep. It. Kids are napping. This is going on. I'm trying to relax outside in a lounge chair, read yeah, a good book luck or with something. Trying to take a you bath. Cannot. Dogs You're are consuming worst. all of the <laughs> noise. Here. Right? This is noise pollution. Right. We're, we're nice angering quiet. a huge part of the internet, but I think all three of us don't like dogs. <laughs> which is well, I had one growing up. And I, I, I did too, I, and you know what? I didn't I like that either. He was a dick. I mean, <laughs> no, he was. He would bark all the time. He would yip and snip at people. He My like, daughter, uh, my daughter loves dogs. She loves petting the dogs. And she said to me, she said to us both, she said, Daddy, I, I want to get a doggy that doesn't roof. <laughs> <laughs> So she knows. She hates yeah. the thing. And she probably mm-hmm. got it from me. She hates the noise. As soon as the dog starts barking, she clamps her hands over her ears and runs away. Well, it's loud and stressful. It. It's loud It's and loud stressful. It's stressful. It's like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? There are some quiet dogs, right? You can get some quiet dogs that are, you know, friendly, and they sit, and they listen, and they lick you, and they get hair everywhere. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a big fan of the fur everywhere. The smell. I can, I can love animals. I think they're nice and delicious. <laughs> I love them. So, yeah, I mean, that's one solution. You can just start farming the neighborhood dogs because you know they'll be replaced and you just Farm, keep eating them. Farming. And you have endless, you have just endless food supply. Oh, man, a little gamey. But, so yeah. what do you do? I don't know. Because in your case, it's not just noise. Although I think the, the noise is horrendous. And, and that, that would also yeah. go on. I could call the dog officer. That uh, for the last six years, that dog I keep calling you about <laughs> oh. is out again, yipping while yeah. the owner just stands there smoking, staring at it while it just poops all over the yard, yipping, and it's midnight. Yeah. Can we uh, do something about this? Sir, they have to be outside yipping for at least 45 minutes in a row. Like, there's some weird bylaw in our town that basically says, it's okay if the dogs bark, as long as they're not barking for like an hour straight. And then there's some interim. So they could be barking for 40, 59 minutes and then take a five-minute break and then bark for another 59 minutes. Totally acceptable. <laughs> it's very strange. But this isn't about, like, I need law enforcement to come help me. This is just kind of like being civil to each it other, is. right? That's what it comes down to. This guy and, – and so you asked about the guy and the guy uh, – I, I don't know the guy. But I think that I'm, I'm almost 100% sure 
he's going through a divorce and his wife yeah. is not, I see the wife occasionally as she flies by my house at like 4,700 miles an hour. <laughs> Car is a thousand years old and falling apart. But I, I see the wife occasionally come by the house and there's a daughter involved. And I think the wife would be the one that would walk the dog. Well, the wife's not in the picture anymore. And now the dog, the guy's there mm-hmm. with his dog. And now he's just like, I don't want to deal with the dog. I'm just let the dog out and terrorize the neighbors. Right. So, well, I think the best way to explain it. And maybe you know. And I'm the it. bad guy if I kill the dog. I don't know. Well, well, you don't need not to, you you don't don't need explain to kill the dog. Did you kill the dog? You go over there and you say, look, I'm not going to kill the dog. Right? I don't want to kill you got, the dog. I'd love to let Heart my kids gold. run all over the neighborhood. I'd love to, if I had a pet, I don't want to take care of it either. Let that thing run like crazy in the woods. But here's the thing it's your dog. That's a great It's idea. coming into my yard. You just gave me a great idea. And I'm idea. not like, oh, this is my property. It's just that I don't feel safe. I don't know the dog. My kids right. don't know the dog. I sometimes am in the house while my kids are in my yard. They know to stay. And this animal appears. I'm not saying your dog is going to bite them because you'll say my dog would never do that. I understand you believe it's very calm and safe, but I don't know that. I don't feel comfortable with it. And I need you to keep it out of my yard. And what would you like me to do the next time it shows up? Because you say you're going to do it, and if it keeps yeah, that's, showing up, that's right. so what am I supposed to do? That's what I was going right. to do. That was, m- And you don't have to my short list. be like, next time he shows up, I'm going to kill him. But you have to ask him, like, what, what do you, you keep telling right. me you're going to make it not show up. Right. What am I supposed to do? What would you like to do? <clears throat> yeah, so I was going to capture the dog, like put it on a leash or whatever, and take sure. it back to his house and be like, your dog's back in my yard again. How do you want me to handle this? Like, what will make it so that you – but you gave me a better idea. You inadvertently gave me a better idea. I did. I did. Next time the man sits down to dinner, I'm going to send my four kids over and go look in the guy's window. Go walk around his yard. <laughs> go just, play around in his yeah, yard. Just go just spending all your time around. in his yard. Yeah. <laughs> go take a dump on his front yeah. lawn. <laughs> have the most dropped trowel all over his front lawn. Uh, like, that's what, we sit down to dinner on our back porch, and I'm sure the dog's like, oh, wow, fresh meat. Because oh, that's meat. Yeah, the and, sad uh, part is like, the dog's probably lonely because the, the mom's not uh, around anymore. And it's just like looking for a friend. Sure. And it knows how nice you are. But people have different perspective on these things. Just like people hate other kids, other mm. people's kids milling around. Like, can you keep your can you keep your kids away from this? We're trying to have a picnic here kind of thing. It's, it's, it makes sense. But I'm like, well, you know what? These are people, right? Uh, mm. I'll do my best, but. <laughs> Good luck. Because in some ways, I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'm probably guilty of doing the same thing to other people at like, uh, what's an example? Maybe some kind of public park. Maybe I don't know. I can't think of an example at the moment where our kids have terrorized other folks. <laughs> Inadvertent. Yeah, maybe at the are beach. You, right? Are you directly terrorizing other people's kids? I.e., yeah. safety dad. What are you doing? That's right. <laughs> okay. Airplane. Well, here's a beach example, right? You get you get your you know you're 23, 27, whatever. And you go to the beach and you're like sunning. Uh, so you get your friends. Maybe I'm thinking of women mostly. So you get this line of, of <laughs> girls. They're all, they're laying out in their blankets at the beach. And your kids have no concept of wind plus sand plus <laughs> and, proximity and sticky right? sun so get, tan lotion. Right. So they go, they go sprinting right by their faces, you know, an inch with an inch of clearance. And of course now they have sand. Everywhere. And their life is ruined. I mean, their life is ruined. What they, what they consider to be the entire focus of their, their purpose, uh, uh, turning slightly, uh, more brown is, is now disrupted <laughs> by these tyrants. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? So to them, oh, yeah. it's, it's equally horrible, right? So I do put a lot of effort into keeping my kids away from other people on the beach. Yeah, but uh, well, I gotta, to I gotta interrupt you right here, though. Please. 
This dog is encroaching in Jason's private property. The beach is where you've somehow all decided it's cool to hang out in your underwear in the sun packed in like sardines. So, I mean, it's a totally different world. Like, you got to be ready for some level of BS at the beach because there's a million half-naked people <laughs> posturing around and oh, turning brown. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I agree. I was just trying to think of an example oh, where it sort of that's flips. Yeah, where, yeah, where you switch the children and the dog situation. No, so I, I understand. I know. Still being civil, I think, is a good approach. But the other thing, him, my kids, you can tell them what you're going to do. Keep, like you said, tell them like, look, I'm going to bring them back. I'm going to leash them up for you. And if you keep doing it, like it's in, this is inconvenient for me. I don't want to have it to keep bringing the dog back and leashing it up to a tree because now I'm afraid you're not going to be home and you're gonna, the dog's going to be out here starving to death for a week. Because I leased it to a tree when you let it just wear, like, wear, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I have you can get to get like Quentin Tarantino on and be like, first, I'm going to bring your dog back. Then I'm going to bring your shaved dog back. And then I'm going to bring 10% less of your dog back. <laughs> Sorry. Shaving the dog, I think, is a brilliant idea. Pack that thing up in the car. Bring no. it to the groom, groomer. You know why? Be like, this thing has a skin condition. I was told by the vet it cannot have fur. <laughs> Uh, I think I have half a mind to think like he wants that. Like, oh, you killed my dog? Oh, that's terrible. And then he sues me. And he's like, they killed my dog. Well, so that's the, a way dude, out for seriously, him. Seriously, let go of the kill. <laughs> keeps I'm not going to kill. Him. That's the worst case. Yeah, I, I couldn't even do it. That's the worst I, I mean, case. How about that's no <laughs> chance case? <laughs> let's, let's stop bringing no, up that I dog mean, murder. Yeah, that's I, not even an option. Let's just take that off the suggestion yeah. box. Okay, so okay, so fine. I didn't kill the dog. I tied the dog up into a tree deep in the woods. <laughs> so the dog never comes home. <laughs> And some coyotes well, that, killed That's the dog. what I'm saying. That could happen even right outside his front door. Right. Yeah, exactly. If the guy's neglecting the poor poor thing. Oh, anyways. Wow. Hmm. Well, it makes me a lot happier about, about my little yipsters. Bring on the wow. yipsters. You know, I mean, because it can't do anything. It's even worse. can't do anything. Yeah. About it. At least in your case, it's kind of like actionable. Like, you've got to do something. And yeah. I mean, we could The noise the dogs are the worst. Now yeah. I have like six neighbors doing it. I can oh, go out and yell at all of them. Now no, I'm a creep. Go out there and play your music real loud. You know, I've come, I have come to terms with it. Like I honestly, it used to drive me totally bonkers, and now it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to notice it less. Do you have a PA system? Because that would drive. You know why I can't do that is because I would would then be bothering the other neighbors. Right, exactly. Right. I was thinking a nice elephant call or moose. They're really annoying. No, I would have moose calls. Moose call. I would have to get some kind of like. I'd have to just get like a ham, something that wouldn't do any damage. I'd have to sit right outside their house and just tap on their windows all night or something. Did or just that, knock on their front door. Knock, knock, knock. Right, Ring the doorbell. Ding, the ding, ding, ding. Sopranos episode with the Stugatz boat just blaring horrible music to the house that he somehow lost until the people left. I can't remember. Stugatz. <laughs> I remember Stugatz. That's all I remember. It probably means something terrible. I don't even know. So I'm gonna, I mean, do you think that's okay if I just walk over there and ring the doorbell every night and they and could look, what are you, what, what's going on? It's two in the morning. We need, ah, nothing. See you later. <laughs> so just, just if if it coincides yes. with the dog barking, totally do it. Like find the neighbor whose dog's barking and just ring the doorbell until they come and answer it and get the dog. And no, no, I mean the the dog is in, right? I'm just saying, as, in exchange for the dog being out a lot of the night, a lot of the day, pick some inconvenient time for them. <laughs> yeah, but they won't see the, the correlation. They'll just fixate on you being annoying, and they'll have no sure. idea why. Yeah, I could explain it to him. Be like, look, I just thought yeah. I'd let you know how inconvenient it is to have all this excess noise at strange hours. <laughs> be like, what? 
If you ever want to sleep again, let's keep the dog quiet. All right. But here's the thing. You wouldn't do it, and neither would I, like, do anything serious. And that's part of... Is it a challenge? Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I'm never going to touch the dog. I never even shave the dog. I probably wouldn't You're even... You're going back to murder again. No, 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 no. I'm going to... I, I see I, that look I, We're the leaving the dog. We're leaving the dog. The part of it is we're living in a society, and I, I'm going to bring this back to... Because I've done some introspection, introspection over the last week is about why... Introspecting. All, all, I don't, I've done some, I've done some introspecting. I've done, it doesn't matter. I've looked inside myself. I've reviewed, <laughs> it's a big mirror. Deep, deep. I reviewed, I, I was, I was kind of curious as to why all the car bike talk was getting to me. And I'm going to go somewhere. So just give me enough rope to hang a dog. Uh, I mean myself. <laughs> um, and I think the problem is like, it just it becomes on the show here. It just becomes grousing to a point to no end because there's nothing productive about it. And so I get disengaged. I get I get actually depressed about it, and then I get like just disengaged. And I'm just like, let's just be done with this because we're not getting anywhere with any of it. And the same thing with the dog. Like we, I kind of think at least I hold myself to a higher standard, and I kind of think that I know. Well, you too also, yeah. I, I know you guys also hold yourselves to higher standards, especially with the cars and the kids and all this stuff. Now, that's not to say I never was bad in a car. I have a long history of being bad in cars, but I've outgrown it. And now, and I took my bike to work one day last week, and I almost got killed at least four times. <laughs> and, and so all the things you say are right, and I can relate to them. But uh, like when we get on the show and it's just over and over and over again, and and, and then I'm like, I don't know what we're doing, and then I like, oh, I just get all, I close down. It's talk therapy, man. Mm-hmm. It makes us feel better yeah, to talk about. It's just talk therapy, and we come up with creative ideas like the the. Let's do more brainstorming. Spy cams with the public shaming. Well, right, the spy cams with the public shaming. I think was, needs to be a thing. Pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I still like befriending the dog, time pointing its tag, and when it's on your premises. No, that was so productive. For nice case. Oh, I agree with it. Yes, yeah. I do oh, agree. And with that. here's a great idea. But the- and uh, um, get some poison oak leaves. <laughs> what? And rub them all over the dog. And rub them all over the dog. I don't think it will affect the dog. You have to look that up. Right. You don't want to hurt the dog. Then the dog just climbs get in bed with the kid. Yeah, poison oak. Get the oils. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a kid? I thought it was just no, the no. Man. Well, the kids are gone. Uh, older. All but. right. Yeah, just the man. Just the man. So now just I've got a guy totally infected with poison oak and. I used to, you know, we had. I cats, think it'd be better killing the dog. Oh, the worst. Get it all over your I ankles. To, <laughs> I love, I love the cats. I loved them. Now I don't. Like God, they're dead. But I got uh, some of them were jerks, and they would, you know, they'd play fight and scratch me and all this stuff. And every time they would scratch me and I'd bleed, I would wipe the blood all over their face just to get back at them. I'd like write, I'd write stuff in their fur because they were white. Like, thanks for making me bleed, you punk. So I'd draw stuff in them in blood. So maybe, maybe, like spray painting the dog. That's not lunacy. No, that was very draw big, well uh, big set of balls right on the dog. <laughs> wait, wait, I should spray paint. What's not lunacy? Should I spray paint the dog or not? No, Chris? no. <laughs> You're not. The dog would probably be all smiles. What if you I make write... the dog your ally in building a case against the guy? Can I write and then the, in the blood sad on the dog? irony is that when animal control finally takes <laughs> yeah. the dog, they'll kill the dog, and then you'll feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. They'll be like, "We have no place for this thing." Yeah, we had to put into it down. the shelter. Fine, I'll just take it. Don't kill it. My daughter will be crushed. I'll take the dog. Now, yeah, maybe See, this ends with me dog. owning the dog. Yeah, there's a solution. <laughs> you know, he's he's not young, so you don't have to have him his whole life. Uh, so I could just email the guy and be like, "I'm taking yeah. your dog." Should I just take him? 
since he seems to like it over here better than over there. <laughs> hmm. Is there some kind of passive-aggressive countdown that would send a clear message? You know, whereas See, if you just started making I, I tick moved, marks I moved the, the show past the dog, back to bikes and cars, yeah. and you guys went back to the dog. Dude, I know. I do Did well. you know there's waterproof casts now? I'm totally hijacking this. All right. Wait, now. really? So they can swim? So Josie's on her second <laughs> cast. I'm going Probably. to break the dog's leg? <laughs> Right before summer? So my no daughter way. broke her arm last week. And uh, one thing it reminded me of yesterday is I was trimming some of the weird fabric from around her hand. Uh, reminded me of when I broke my arm. It's this hideous stench of old sweat on the inside of a cast. It's perhaps one yeah. of the most foul smells. A little bit of a vinegar sweat thing. It's really bad. And um, it happens with a watch too. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're right. If you forget to take it off for a few days and you get that stain. I wore a watch as a kid for you know several weeks, probably without showering, <laughs> oh, and it gets all yeah, white. It's, under <laughs> it's like oh. moldy ham under there. Oh, no. It's terrible. <laughs> I know that smell from a coworker. But anyway, mm. um, <laughs> so she goes in today and gets a new cast. Okay, and they were holding out for the waterproof one, and they have like. It, you know, the outside seems like it's that mesh, that hardened mesh stuff. I don't know if it's fiberglass or something. It's pretty cool. Uh, and the inside is this like cell. It's like little square cells all over it. And apparently it's like Gore-Tex with something in between. And they literally just like it's take poison. a shower it's in it. I mean, probably everything is. Yeah. They, uh, huh, they just take a shower in it. It's like, and, and you know what they tell you? You have to make sure you do that at least once a day. To help keep the ha- cast hydrated and working right. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And not only that, it's camouflage pink. Like pink and dark pink camouflage. So could they do something in the middle? I mean, they went from casts that can't get wet, otherwise they're ruined, to yeah. casts that have to be wet, otherwise be. they're ruined. <laughs> isn't the one that's optionally wet? <laughs> <laughs> there somewhere, isn't there something that's just waterproof and can survive? Because I, I have yeah. seen some you know, 3D printed cast. Everything's 3D printed, which just drives me up the wall. But yeah, sort of a mesh cast, which is just kind of like a webbing of rigid yeah. things. So there's air, there's air, there's space for the air because you don't yeah. really need a solid uh, covering there. It's kind of silly. It can't as long as you, you get to immobilize that motion around the bone. But uh, yeah. I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, wow. So now it's actually really not that bad, right? Because only once a day do you need to get it damp. And what do you do at the end of the day with your kids? You give them a bath. So it's like perfect. I was Whoa, very what? pleased with silence. <laughs> or a shower. Or you neglect my, them and my, let them stink up for a day or two. and then I take my kids every to my, day? Uh, every day? Pretty what? much. Although it can, you bathe your kids every day? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, wow. the older one sometimes skips every other day sometimes. But if she's... I mean, if we've had a pretty mellow day and she hasn't gotten all sweaty... We might skip a day, but in general, we do it every day. It's part of the ritual, the the mellowing ritual, mm. the warm water. It has fallen off our schedule, I got to admit. There's not, I mean, <sighs> dinner is at like at 5.30, and then it takes an hour because they eat real slow, and then it's like 6.30, and then they want to play for a little bit, and yeah. then bedtime's at 7.30. There's not enough <sighs> time. Really quick bath. Just toss them in, douse them down, soap them up. Well, there's no such thing as a quick bath. Oh, uh, in my household, was... there is. Ba-ba-bam. Everybody in, everybody out. Um, Sometimes they scream. Everybody? Sometimes they're cool. Sometimes it's a long bath. Sometimes it's not. But it's it's the routine. You know what it is. If it's mm-hmm. a routine, it's not so bad. But I, I hear you. I was, I yeah, we impressed. need to work it back in. We're on the every other day. I mean, unless that's, there's, that's cool. but I mean, in the most, summer or when they're doing sports. At least every other day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, at least every other day, <laughs> if they are. 
dirty, then they get. Let's just rotate them. One kid a night. You get uh, once every four days, basically. Well, the, the oldest can do the bath himself oh, or shower. Cool. He takes a shower now. Wow. When and did then, that start? What can I look forward to? Oh, uh, at least a year ago. Now yeah. he doesn't take showers. Oh, we've been over now? this. Oh, Come on. He turned eight on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah My kids were taking showers at like 11 months. By themselves, though? Like completely unassisted? Unassisted? Uh, well, I mean, should they be assisted <laughs> is a question my wife and I might differ on. I mean, I kind of... Yeah, because they don't. I just kind of spray some right. soap at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then it just kind of rinses down. You know, it's it's the trickle down situation. You get some on their that heads. Doesn't work. Well, let me and put it this way: the sudsing bubbles work their way down and scrub all the dirt off. I no. can. We can say. <laughs> no, they don't. I can say this to my oldest too, the eight year old and the six year old. The six year old, I can definitely say it to the old. Hey, Jason, just say, Jason, go take a shower, and that's it. That's as much involvement as needed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do the you six, tell him to scrub all the crevices and stuff? I told you. That's crevices. as much knowledge as... No, I, I'm going to take a bath. That's not a circus. Uh, oh. And then what? the six-year-old, the same. I can pretty much do that. She may need a little more prodding. Or, you have a six-year-old now? Yeah, her birthday was yesterday. Whoa. Because yeah. <laughs> he was the six-year-old, like, pretty recently. Two years ago. Fairly <laughs> 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 recently. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. You need the Steve six. Miller sample right here. Yeah. She's Max's age. Tick-tock, tick-tock, but then Helen's birthday is on Thursday. Yeah. And then she'll be four. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, so, they grow up so fast, right? They really yeah, do. Yeah. And we get old equally as fast. Equally That's the, the really same scary speed. part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was timelining. It's like one day for us. <laughs> it's madness. That's the way this happens. I was timelining out, so Josie's like, It's not fair. The boy's birthday's before my birthday. I'm older. My birthday should be first. And I'm like, Okay, let me draw you a timeline. (laughs) I was like, Let me explain it. It all makes sense. And thinking, you know, how naive am I for for saying that? But here's the timeline. Here's when daddy appeared. Boop. And here's when mommy appeared. Boop. And each one of these circles in between is a year. And what's a year? It's the repeating loop of January to December. Circles for the year? That's not a timeline. It's kind of some weird endless loop. Listen to my words. I drew the line. (laughs) And in between the boops of when people pop up, there's circles. (laughs) Bloop. Which indicate the looping year, right? It's like no, January to, yeah, she probably was. So she am I getting more like, presents or less presents? Is this the rings of a tree? <laughs> so anyway, I showed the timeline. There's always going to be four circles between you and the bubs, right? Four years are always going to be between you. But this arbitrary looping of a repeating month pattern, she goes, oh, it's the same 12 months just repeat year after year? I said, yes. So I think I might have planned. And then she said, I want the rest of your pizza crust and stop paying attention to me. <laughs> so, you know. And she hit you I in tried. the face with her waterproof cast. Oh, uh, not yet. Although she scraped it on my forearm yesterday. Holy cow, that sucked. Don't let her know that hurt because no, I met her and she will she will do it again yeah, on purpose. Yeah, she will. She, she exactly did for like five more times until mm. I chased her out of the mm. room. Told you. <laughs> she is She's devious. <laughs> I'm so <Yes>. proud of <laughs> <laughs> So we have a de- devious is the word. We have a follow up item. Oh, I think okay, it's let's be follow a good up. Conversation. Yeah, we never uh, did answer. Ready to start the show? <laughs> what? Hey, we we never can do our fo- follow up anywhere we want. We're not <laughs> yeah, some right. rigid, not- structured production number here. We're not beholden. I had a rant to get off my chest. I needed help, and you guys helped me. 
Did we solve the problem yet? Yeah, I Are gotta we kill doing... the dog. No, <laughs> go with the sharpest. Don't kill the dog. <laughs> Just short circuit the whole thing. It's either me. I'd like, can I put in a final vote? If I don't want to own really, the dog, I have to kill it. I really am in favor of writing messages on the dog. Maybe with a date in your own Just blood. Write the- Write the date on the dog every time you come in contact with it in Just your own yard. Tag the dog with a sharpie on the. Uh, yeah, with a smiley face to let him know you're not a bad idea. No, I like to have your kids poop on the guy's lawn. I mean, that's brilliant. That's a Just, good one. Too. Just mill around, <laughs> knock over his statuary and crap in the back. You know, stomp on his flowers, oh, dig holes man. arbitrarily on the lot, then <laughs> just leave Cleveland steamers all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you're not going to see that dog ever again. That would be a hard thing to untrain the kids to do. Okay. That's so fun, Daddy. We did one, it at Grandma's, too. What? <laughs> so what's the follow-up, Jason? The follow-up was... Um, I can't type and speak at the same time. I was told. So, no, you cannot. You're not supposed to remember the rule at the beginning. Why are you was don't type I'm not typing. <laughs> That's what I wasn't speaking. The follow up while we're the follow up okay. was Kyle said, "How do you coach your kid? Ooh. Tips, tricks? Do you do it? We may as well and solve world peace. Well, how do you coach your one? own kid? Or how do you, how do you coach your own? Well, uh, how do you coach your own kid? Was the oh, I'm not going to look up the question. That would require a lot of typing, and looking around. But I I do recall he wanted to know specifically how do you coach your own kid in sports. But yeah, we can extend this to all kids. But I think there is definitely a little more. Uh, uh, there's more to talk about when it's your own kid. We've discussed this quite often. Hmm? Well, may I, may I, may I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing I? you the softball. Now you've, but, but I want to preface this. You've never, coached never officially coached in official capacity, right? No, no you've never work. been it's on a the form. No, it's a lot of work, a lot of commitment. Uh, you know, I'd have to be there every week. Hey, things come up. We have different trips. I don't want to be like, yeah. yeah. So I like to not even really assistant coach, but just kind of be there to help. Um, so you more butt in. You just get involved. You just show up and... I get involved if they want me to be involved. Mm-hmm. I do. And they want... I don't like... Sometimes they do. Sometimes they ask. My... and I, But I, this is... So coaching your own kid. I mean, you can... You can hear, first answer is... You should be coaching your own kid regardless of whether or not you're the coach. Right? All At this age, or at our age of the kids, anywhere up to forever. I mean, forever. Parenting is coaching. Coaching is parenting. Whatever. You want to translate it to sports... Uh, and a good example is our baseball coach. I, I have enjoyed him, his techniques, because he very much, we go to practice and gets all the kids sort of lined up, you know, as best he can. And then he will quite literally say, okay, all the parents get your gloves on and come out on the field. <laughs> like, you know, you line up, everybody, you, you get him, you get him, you get him, you, get, you know, you across from him and we're going to, we're going to do this drill. He doesn't let, he specifically asks the parents to be involved, which I think is very important. Um, so for my son in particular, I do think that you got to kind of, if you're going to get into sports, like they're going to have fun, but you know, people use that as a scapegoat. They need to have fun. So we just let them do whatever they want, they, but they cannot be crazy. It's like, if I were a teacher, I would probably be terrible because keeping them in line would be hard. So I like to divide the situation. I know it's going to be hard for them to focus during the game, during the practice. So we get there early and we do crazy stuff. We run around everywhere. We hit, we play, we run. And then I tell my son very specifically, during, 
the game during the practice. If coach is talking, you're going to run right over and sit down right in front of him or stand right in front of him and listen to him and him only and ignore all the other kids. Like, I want you looking at him, focusing, that kind of stuff. And if you goof around in any way, like, I'm pulling you off the field. I don't care if some other kid comes over and tackles you. If you don't just get right back up and focus, you're coming off the field. <laughs> and I've, in practice, I've done it a couple times. In the games, it's a little harder. Uh, because it escalates very, very quickly. Like, once they start messing around with each other, it's just, it's so hard to get them back under control. Like, focused on what they're there to do. And I get it that they're, okay, they get antsy, they get bored, whatever, fine. But let then let's make that part of it. Like, let's make, let's separate those things so they can go nuts when the game is over or give them something to do to keep their mind on the game or the practice or whatever. The practice can still be fun. Um, but so I, I guess to summarize, I'm much more of like a zero tolerance kind of person. Like, because if one kid's doing it, the rest of them will start doing it. If one kid's goofing off, the rest of them start... If one kid takes his glove off and throws it up in the air, the rest of them take their gloves off and throw them up in the air. And then two seconds later, someone's going to get beamed in the face with the ball because they're not paying attention. and It's just unsafe, and it's goofy. So, I don't know. It's tough. Because I'm not the coach, as you know. <laughs> right. And <laughs> so at the last... We had a baseball game this Sunday. I sort of elected myself the bench coach. So I sat in the bench area and got the kids all lined up and it was a lot of work it's definitely necessary so if there's any parents out there listening who kids are playing baseball and they're between five and eight or whatever that's a that's a tough game for that age man very tough oh game. it's super boring super boring game right. well it's, but it's, it's you don't it's, have to it's like all just a be... nuance game and kids yeah, the nuance is. are like <laughs> you know will and vinegar you don't get nuance <laughs> until you're old I feel like the bench coach has a very important job, though, because those kids can be very distracting, and they can do very bad things with bats that are over there and all this kind of stuff. So you can separate the bats from the children. They cannot touch them. And then you got to give them something to do so they keep their eyes on the game, and they watch their their teammates and this sort of thing, and they're just not getting into crazy trouble. So I had them... I just I couldn't think of anything. I'm frantically trying to get them to turn around and watch the field. They keep turning their backs on the field. Which is and dangerous. trying to get them to all line up and stay in their batting order. And you're like, okay, who's next? You, do you have a helmet? Do you have a helmet? Say, oh, you guys both forgot your helmets? Great. Now you go to swap with him. I don't want to give him my helmet. This is my helmet. Oh, jeez, you're, you're up. You already went up. Just give him your helmet, please. Like, So I got them all doing. <laughs> at one point, I had them all uh, sitting peacefully because I convinced them. I just some random idea. I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. When the pitcher gets ready... I want you to put both arms up in the air, right? And when he pitches the ball and the batter swings, you put both arms down. You know, so you're like up, down, up. Something down. to pay attention to. I, and they just kind of did it. And they were all, they were all, so they were all looking, so they knew when to put their arms up, <laughs> putting their arms down. So they had to watch the batter when the ball came in. They put their arms up again. And they put their arms down again. I was like, oh, this is work. It's really weird, right? And it's just random junk that they can pay attention to instead of, ripping all the grass out of the field and throwing it in each other's faces. Like, it's just, it's crazy making, right? And they're not my kids, so I can't pick them up and drag them off to the other field <laughs> and leave have them you, under the bleachers for a while. Have you shown them 
pictures or YouTube videos of people getting brained by baseballs for not paying attention to the game. It's like the lady who's looking they, off they the see, side and gets they hit They see by it the every game that one, <laughs> one of the kids gets beamed hit. with okay. a ball every game. It doesn't teach them a lesson. They don't learn anything yeah, from it. It's, uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've coached, I coached baseball for like six seasons and again, I think it was six, maybe it was five. Uh, so, so yeah, I, now I'm doing. I'm now I'm coaching my daughter's Grace's uh, soccer, and I will say this about coaching: coaching it's rewarding, but be prepared. Be prepared to put in the effort. You can't just skate through. You will not have a good experience. The kids won't have a good experience, and I think if you're going to volunteer for it, you kind of owe them. Like you're taking the leadership. You're you're volunteering for it. You should. Be willing to put the time and effort into it to make it a good experience for everybody because, you know, they're paying, they're young, and I know that you're not getting anything out of it really. You're not, it's a volunteer thing, but I don't know. It's like all this, this parenting stuff. And maybe again, we kind of hold ourselves to a different standard than other people. I don't know, but I, I do. I like it. And I will tell you what, when I really liked it, when I really found out how much I liked it was, uh, it wasn't even while I was coaching. Season had been well over. But I was knocking around town, and one of the other kids was like, told us, grabbed his mom. It's like, hey, there's Coach Fitzgerald. And, uh, and, you know, and then she's like, well, go ahead, say hi. And she's like, hi, Coach. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, so then <laughs> you're the kid, a role model, man. I realized mm-hmm. that was like, boom, oh, wait, I actually mattered to this kid's life at some point, you know, and it was deeper, you know. So, I liked it, you know, and so so I still try and do it. Uh, soccer is a different. I don't know soccer. I don't really know baseball at all, but you kind of can learn it. And but soccer, but baseball is a lot harder. Baseball is hard for kids that age. Yeah. I don't. I think it's too young. Soccer is perfect because you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going at the right goal, you're yeah. You might want to stay in your positions, but it's okay if everyone's just running yeah. around kicking the ball, burning off all their energy. Right. Which I was thinking about, not to hijack it, but I was thinking about right. how. Curious it is, but then it all, that made sense. I was like, it's curious that in America, America, America. America. Uh, <laughs> a country not known for its love of soccer, yet ever since I've been alive, every young kid has played soccer for a couple of years, right? And I'm yeah. like, well, <laughs> I think we see it as a like hamster wheel for the youngins, and then we kind of lose interest in it and. Never think about it again as we become adults. Well, we go play football. Yeah, and I then we go play football. Yeah. <laughs> this is very yeah. curious. Yeah. I, I never did. I never played much soccer either. But I never. But I think that in America, you go play football. Yeah, or be- I, I went from soccer or and baseball. I I guess. Yeah, yeah, baseball, basketball. Well, yeah, I think that's going to start swinging a little bit because people are not wanting to vegetabilize their kids when they're yeah, football, eight, nine, football. ten years old. Yeah, man, head injury, serious business, man. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, speaking of which, man, Alex, <laughs> when was it? We got more coaching talk. Sunday. You can go on. And oh, sorry. Back. I just had flashbacks to Sunday and Alex falls off the couch onto his head and he's all upset. And I'm like, oh gosh. And we got him on concussion watch. And we go and we, we have everyone say, oh, it's okay. It's dinner time. We're setting the table and Josie's putting out the placemats and Alex picks his up. So she says, no! And grabs it from him, but he holds on, of course, because he doesn't want to let go. 
flies right off his chair, smashes his head into the leg of the table, and, and now he's with this big line in the center of his head. I'm just like, this kid is gonna, this kid is gonna have permanent brain damage from the, all the head injuries he's had. Can we? Like, uh, can, oh. I, can I pause for a minute there? So what? Uh, would you do with Josie after that? Uh, she, <laughs> Dad's being I, bad. I had to uh, bring. I had to separate. She went up to her room. Time out. Okay, you did something. Well, for a second, it sounded like you were blaming the boy. No, flying out of his chair. No, no. She she overreacts, and I think I I kind of yelled a bit, like you know, this is serious. He you could accidentally really hurt and or kill your sibling. Oh, boy, you went that far. I right? might have. I was pretty furious because she'd been acting mm-hmm. up, and, and that's when we would we transitioned, and everyone seemed to settle down, and then immediately she just rages at him for grabbing. I mean, he's two. He's going to play with his place, right. you know, You can't just heave it. And she, and she doesn't get, like, she is so much bigger than him. Right. I was like, it's like me. Like, Josie, what happens when I pull you and I just give her a tug? And she have goes, you done Fuck. the demo? Have you, have you done the demo? Yeah, like I, I, I show. Uh, no, she I don't kn- throw her into a chair. No, no, I have. Just- I'm like Josie. What happens when I pull you? And I was like, try and stop me. And I just wing her, and you know, I just, I usually just pick her up and grab, like lift her up into the air and toss her and grab mm-hmm. her. I'm like, look, like I'm an order of magnitude bigger than you. You are equally <laughs> such to your brother. I was like, so yeah. you have to pretend he's a breakable surrender but he's not he's so strong i'm like yes but he no, is still fragile because no. he's small yeah and oh, i think i think stress. i've succeeded in teaching max uh he's pretty gentle with his sister even when they wrestle like he's very careful about yeah not rolling across on top of her not falling on top yep. of her my you nephew know, too because my, my nephew's almost 10 he's super gentle with the boys and he's always been super gentle with josie even though she's not gentle with him but he's always yeah. been that way so yeah yeah but I think it was the result of me, like, maybe, maybe it's not, of demonstrating yeah. the, and I've, you know, verbally gone through, like, look, you know, especially in those situations, you did this to her. If I do it to you, yeah. and I, you know, I knock you on the ground and I lay on top of you, can you get up and, I, and I'll hold him there yeah. just long enough until he begins to freak out? Yeah. Like, can he's you not breathe? comfortable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, what Josie was saying. I can't him from breathe, breathing. Daddy. I'm like, oh. just getting him, he just gets claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like being here anymore. Yeah. And he's freaking out. I'm like, you really want me to lay you up? Okay. You know, you got to be careful. Your feels in reverse. bigger. This is what happens, right? Yep. You cannot overpower. Other kids that are smaller than you. It's yeah. just not, uh, it's not right. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. It just doesn't work that way. Sorry. You just flashed That's me okay. back. I'm, I'm still stressed about it. So, coach injury. <laughs> I got a tip, tip for the baseball. Um, when they're in the for field. The bench coach? No, well, yeah, the bench coach thing. I already applauded you for that because the bench coach is impo- it's a, it, it's a thankless job. It's thankless. Somebody needs to do it. And it was great that you got jumped up. One other thing. I, I learned coaching. It was to try and make the kids uh, be kind of self-sufficient on that stuff. So I would always bring print out the batting order and mm-hmm. where the position they were going to play per inning. So I had like a big matrix and I'd, and I'd staple that up or pin that up in the dugout or against the chain link fence or whatever that was right there. So it wasn't because like, hey, coach, who's up next? Hey, coach, am I up? Coach, when am I up? Do you, coach, do you point I, one you know, of them is like the batting coach or something too? keep it, keep track um, of the order. 
delegation. Uh, I like the delegation. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a good I, idea. As yeah. the bench, you should appoint a parent, I think. But as the bench coach, as the self-appointed bench coach, I lined them up in order and they stayed that way. They also knew what order. They just went in order by number, so they knew. Yeah, you had a, you had a bench coach. but They I, shuffled They shuffled I, this was, I did that when the kids were seven. So they were old enough then at that point. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, they, they were getting older and and they were learning how to kind of manage that themselves. And it worked Okay. Another thing, when they're in the field, I always had a cheer that I would be able to pull out of my pocket. And like when we were the pirates, I'd be like, go pirate. I would say, go pirates. And they were all supposed to respond with an arg, you know, uh, like a pirate, you know, arg. So that would be like, I could start to see them starting to get bored or whatever. And, I'd, mm-hmm. you know, quick, I'd yell that. They'd all get tuned back in right away. So that kind of helps bring them back. I've seen other coaches do that too. Um, I feel like something. I started pantomiming because they would just, you know, they get out of their ready position. My son likes to twist his legs up, twist his arms up. Yeah. It drives me nuts because then the ball comes his way and he has to take two seconds to twist everything. So I'd start pantomiming being in the ready position. And then I'd kind of like do these, uh, the half burpee thing, just jumping up in the air, jumping up. And then like all the kids started, um, all the kids in the outfield started doing it. They're looking at me. Like <laughs> no one's paying attention. The ball uh, comes in. Well, if I head. could get them. The, I know. Well, I was standing near home plate, so they were kind of looking. But then I was thinking, I'm like, this is kind of cool because they're doing this. Maybe if I could, if there was something you could say where they would, where their reaction would be to look at home plate, you know, and just do some jumping. Because I didn't care what they were doing as long as their eyes were, as long as their gloves were on and their eyes were on the batter, like, or wherever the ball was. Uh, They could be jumping up and down as long as they were on their feet. We have one kid on the team that falls down no matter what he does. Like, if the ball comes near him, he just collapses onto yeah. the grass. <laughs> I had that kid on my team all the time. Yeah. And the coach made him do push-ups. It was great. He's like, your goal, like, in practice, he's like, in this practice, your goal for today is not to fall down anymore. He's like, next time you fall down, you have to do five push-ups. Drop and give me five. That's he made him do push-ups. It was great. Yeah, it was funny. Next tip. Next tip I have is don't be too soft. On the kids. A lot of times, now this happened this past weekend, it was real hot on Sunday. And by real hot, I mean it was almost 80 degrees. So it was like the first. But, you know, the kids, they didn't have to run around. They had, everybody has their water bottle. Uh, Some of the coaches were like really worried about the kids having heat stroke or maybe just reacting to it. And I was like, I don't know, man. The kids are out here. I'm going to let them play until they get all. One the other coach was said, well, I need to make sure they have a sit-down break before between the practice and the game because we had a half-hour practice on like a half-hour game. And they want us to have a sit-down break. And I'm just like, I don't know. They're here to play soccer. I don't want to force them to sit down. They're going to be sitting down plenty in the game. Um, and also in baseball, I was never – uh, it took a little bit for me to get comfortable with this, but then I got to a point where I would be able to have a, like a coach voice, not quite a dad voice, but, uh, but, but stronger than just my like everyday voice where it was like, you had to be firm with them and get them in line. Uh, I also had my, I ran my kids when there was one field we had to play on. It was awful. And it was this like crushed gravel and it was terrible. And the kids just loved digging in it. And to the point, it was very distracting and dangerous and everything else. And it was just like, if I catch you playing in the dirt, you see that tree over there? And, you know, it was uh, probably 100 yards away. You're going to have to run and touch the tree. Well, I I was like, I don't know. I'm going to hear it from some parents going to not like this, but not once. And actually, most of the parents were like, oh, I'm glad you did something finally because they just keep playing in. It's very distracting. So the parents are all like, cool, you're making me and my kid run. So uh, I think yeah, that part's unpredictable, right? You don't know. Yeah, but. 
I, I told you this. I was when I was doing the bench coach thing. I was literally like punching some of them in the helmets because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they start goofing around and spinning around. I, a couple times I like slapped their helmets. I'm like, oh man, are the parents looking at me and now are they upset at me for slapping yeah. their kid in the helmet or was that because like it wasn't super hard? But it's, I don't know. Are they going like, oh thanks because my kid is the worst <laughs> i can't get them to listen it could go either way they, they could be that's awesome i like having remember we discussed uh, swapping dad, dad swapping uh wait was that because, the other podcast? because remember because we that's said the other podcast <laughs> that's the other show. Oh, we because they listen to that, yeah. they tend to listen <laughs> to right, other listens. authority figures right that's so true. we could just kind of switch oh right right, right, over, right, right. <clears throat> say okay so for today yeah. Chris is. You're gonna hang out with Chris, and uh, you're gonna hang out with me, Josie. I don't know. I, think I, I told you about how my boys were running through the halls at school every morning, even though I'm like walking feet, walking cast. feet. Stop talking. Yeah, I'm interrupting you. Let me interrupt. <laughs> no, no, I was interspacing my words. It's okay. Oh, okay. Should we try that? Go ahead. And <laughs> so I've been trying for weeks to get them Dirty. to use walking feet burgers, and then <laughs> one day Miss Donna comes charging out of her offices as they're tearing down, and she's like. No, no, no. There's no running in the halls. And she laid in and Gianni, she got between me and Gianni and he just lost it. But I will, I do have to say follow up. They have been walking in very nicely. <laughs> now I've been uh, helping, right. like I make them carry their lunch boxes and sometimes we hold hands and then put a brick in there. No, no, they, that's so pr- really plenty heavy, heavy for run. them. They're like, oh. you know, the lunch boxes are as big as their torsos for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's worked. I think in part because they're afraid of Miss Donna. We've had to warn. I think once Nicole had to warn them, you know, because they were running out. Oh, and this is the other thing. Ah, oh, I don't know if you guys go through this, but the parents coming in let two year olds run out. They'll hold the door mm-hmm. and they'll hold the for door for the two year old <laughs> to run yeah. out into the parking lot. I'm like, what is wrong with your brains, people? Like. Mm-hmm. Can I, come we've discussed this. Can, oh, I believe gosh. this is another. It's an issue. It's another issue of like boundaries. No, where they they're they're confusing politeness with. Am I supposed to do something when there's a child? It's, it's, it's abject stupidity. It's it's total stupidity. Stupid. It'll never let a two year old run <laughs> into a parking lot. You could see that they're not with a parent. It's just a two year old. Am I gonna a stop him or b? Hold the door open and let him go. Oh, B sounds logical because, you know, I'm at a daycare. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong in the parking lot of a daycare. Ugh, gosh, just and it, and it's what things like once in a while. Every other freaking day. <laughs> it's like how many stupid parents in there? They all have kids. Do they want me to hold the door for their kids when the kid's ahead of them and they're bumbling with another kid and a bunch of baggage that fell? Oh, I'll just let, yeah, I just let your kid out. He's cool. He's running around the parking lot, you know? And then they close the door on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. So, I, I put this out there for anyone's listening. It's perfectly okay. Because I have accidentally, you know, I've opened a door to go through, and a kid has been charging the door. Small kid, right? And then you got to make that decision. Like, well, well, you can't just slam the door in the kid's face. That would be silly. No, but I've stepped down and put my hand out yeah. and stopped. You stand in yeah. front of them and say, hey, literally like, you wait for your mommy put before my hand you go through door, doors. So, yeah. Dirt. I just stopped them with my hand and said, hold on, wait a minute. Looked up like, who do you belong to? Where are we going? That's exactly and what I do. Sometimes, sometimes I've been wrong, and the kids chasing their parents, right? So now they're upset because the parents have already gone out, and they're trying to catch up with them, and their parents are far away. I'm like, what are, what are you doing? You're crazy? Like, what's going on? 
but it's better to play it safe. Like, it's like, okay. Like, what if the you're not the actually... kids behind? Like, I've never seen that ever. I don't know. It's always don't know. the kid know. charging ahead and the parents, because they Sometimes, always have another kid or two. And maybe I'm just sensitive because I've got too many kids from the amount of hands I have. <laughs> I think there's a strange worry that people are going to think that you're doing something malicious with their child. Oh, and so you're fear like if I touch some other person's kid, they're going to think that I'm some kind of weird molester. It's like, okay, well, are you? Because if the answer is no, then it's perfectly cool. Yeah. And if you're blocking the kid and saying, <laughs> wait for your parents, it's pretty clear what your intentions are. You're blocking the kid so he doesn't run right. out into the parking lot. And mm-hmm. I applaud the parents who do that. Happens happens everywhere. Yeah, it's a very strange. It's strange it's right phenomenon. up there with the doofuses who st- who try to walk in the elevator when you're trying to get out. The door opens. You got to pack the elevator. You're all trying to get out, and there's the <laughs> asshole standing there, like incredulously staring you down while he's trying to step forward. And this this oh, this happened to me last week. We're checking out some uh, real estate, uh, different buildings whoa, whoa, whoa. and stuff in town. Yeah, and. <laughs> Not my not for, for, work, for work. For uh, work. Yeah, we're looking right. at different places. Uh, and uh, there's these two idiots standing there with their lunch trying to walk in. And I'm like, hey, you want to wait till the elevator's empty before you step in? And the guy's just like, it looked like he just got woken up from a coma. He's just like, oh, like looks at me slowly, blinks three times. And I'm like, because we can't walk through you. Like, what do you think? Oh, dude. I think I got to mellow out. I think that- you got to wait for them to come in, and then the door will close before you can get out, <laughs> yeah. and you're stuck. It's like, what? didn't they go to elevator school? <laughs> well, can you got to follow that up, too, with if you walk out of an elevator, and then maybe there's a bit of a delay, the doors may close. You you walk out, you go to the side, you stick yeah, you your just, arm in the door a little bit. Oh, yeah. Or you just get the crap out of the way. Right. You just walk out and carry on. Sure. You don't just, like, meander. Yeah. You don't stop in front just of the doors and look around. Where am I? Which way should I go? And if you oh. find someone on your floor that doesn't belong there, write on it, write the date on them. <laughs> Dude, the look in this Send guy's them back to their owner. The look in this guy's <laughs> face when I actually said selfie. something to him, like you know, <laughs> just like what? <laughs> <laughs> She's still reliving this. Oh it's, gosh, it's it just—I went from being perfectly mellow to just like I, I just can't understand. I can't wrap my head around that. They solved this problem at, uh, I think it was at Heathrow. Some of the airports that have those like uh, transports between the gates because they, mm. all the stuff is underground for yeah. some strange reason. You know how they solved it? There's doors on both sides of the train. Yeah. They open one set of doors to make everyone get out, and then yep. they close them, and they open the other doors so people can get in. And it's like, otherwise, people would not be able to handle it. They I would, would argue they so didn't. Tight around the yeah, end. I would argue they didn't solve it. They merely worked around it, which is frustrating <laughs> in its no, own that's, right. That's a, that's that's a solution to the problem. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I told I, well, I told Jason about my <laughs> queuing issue. I think I didn't tell you. Uh, yes. Waiting in line. Yeah. Lines are my favorite, right? Which you know, it was in London, so it was a queue. The I'm getting in line to the security checkpoint, right? But, of course, the people formed this line straight across the hallway in this small <laughs> airport. This is actually in Germany. Leaving the hallway airport. could parallel a stoplight situation. So so the hallway <laughs> filled up. Like, no one else could get by. No one else could get through the hallway to get to their gates. And so I didn't fill the gap. I stood, like, three feet back to leave a gap so that walkers passing by had an obvious place to go through well almost instantaneously several more people walked right in front of me and got in the line (laughs) (laughs) right so i'm like 
all right, whatever. So I took a further step back because the, the the gate was closed anyway. No one was moving. And so I took another. I'm like, well, you just you just plugged up the hall. And then some some Londoner folks here also stepped in front of me. But then the woman realized very quickly. She turns and looks at me. She goes, oh, are you in the queue? I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> I, I was, but it's cool. We're already like backed all the way up against this wall. Like <laughs> there's nowhere else to go. I'll just have a seat. So I just sat down in the chair. She's like, oh, no, no. No, no, you were here, sir. You were, you need to get right up here and back in the line with the queue. I'm like, I really don't, I don't, I'm, ha- I'm happy here. I don't need to stand in the line that isn't moving because the gate is closed and continue to be contributing to this craziness that is blocking the hallway for every other human in this airport. Like, it's just weird civilness, right? It's just so strange. And if you try to stand up and be like, okay, everyone, let's shift the line sideways. So we're not ruining everyone else's life for today. It, they'll just all kind of look at you strangely. Unless you threw on like a little blue jacket or something. So you look like one of the airport people. Yeah. Blew a whistle in their face or something. <laughs> like, sir, I'm going to need you to move this way. Okay, everyone making the right right angle here. It's I don't know. It's like the mobs can't figure it out. Uh, it's because, uh, I don't know. It's, it's this whole lack of politeness, lack of situational awareness. It's just like, I, I just, I can't, I can't understand it. I can't understand these weird... Uh, not hive mentality, but that just pack mentality. It's it's just I don't get it. If I the pack's I being stupid, it's okay. Plan. If I'm stupid, because the pack's stupid. If the pack's being violent, <laughs> oh, it's the pack being violent. Maybe we'll throw stones at that person. Everyone else is doing it. How about this? I don't think throwing stones is right. I'm not going to participate. Right? We have self control. We have our own thoughts, our own wills. Exercise those people. Exercise your will, people. Cue the music. I uh, I'm glad we didn't talk about the Tom Brady thing. Didn't come up. Oh yes. Okay. After show is that really fun? But, but the story was funny about the um the guy. I told you that one. Yeah. Can I fill that in? So after show, so after show it. All right. Word after show. It. Okay, stop saying after show. After what? In after but this is after show. the show. I so get it's it. the after show. <laughs> have to keep saying it. But it's the after show. So I go to baseball. <laughs> this is and we're milling, we're milling around getting ready, and one of the other guys. After I know soccer. This, I, know, I know a lot of the other dads are there. It's baseball. <laughs> I know, but isn't baseball after soccer? <laughs> it's the after uh, soccer. Two separate days. Oh. No, it's on Sunday. So technically, it's always after soccer at some point. <laughs> what I don't like is that I feel, I feel I'm offended at times when, just because I'm a dude, other dudes think that I'm all into dude stuff, where it's like, <laughs> all right, football, everything, man. You should be following yep. sports ball all the time. It sort of transcends dude stuff. This story. Well, whatever it is, it's very presumptuous. Maybe they're just too inundated in it that they don't understand that anyone doesn't follow it. Because quite literally, I mean, I was super confused. The guy, we're talking about the kids, we're getting the field set up, and it, it was just in a weird context where we were talking about some of the kids and, and doing these things, and he turns, he just kind of turns and looks at me, he goes, oh, hey, this is, they suspended Brady for four games. I'm like, we do that to the kids? <laughs> yeah, like, who's Brady? <laughs> I haven't met him yet. Yeah, like, we don't have... Is he on your team? Is he on Orange? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what, suspending the... What did he do? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? He's like... And he kind of... He's kind of looking at me funny. I'm like, oh... And then it started to click in my head. I'm like, oh, Brady. Like, the football guy. I'm like, I get it. Right. 
So we suspended him, and it's probably the air thing you're talking about. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Thank you. And he kept coming back to it, like, later. So, oh, man, such and such, and so-and-so. It's amazing how, it, and he how much it, like, plagues people. Like, there's, there, it, the whole thing is so... I don't to know. Core. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It like, it's occupying a massive amount of human thought capacity. Like, those, those were the only words he said to me that yeah. day. Like, th- this is what I'm saying is that as we're, I, th- I think I said, like, are we on this field? And no, you know, didn't even really say any words to me. <laughs> and then we went on and that, that was it. That yep. was it. They suspended Brady for four games. Okay. Great. How does that affect this game right now that we're trying to... Your kids are over in the woods right now, <laughs> like, beating each other with bats. Can you control them instead of telling me about sports ball that I don't care? Like, why? Why? Just, I don't like, I don't I don't like the presumption. It. It's not news. I don't care. Uh, it's news. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, what... It is. You're right. It is. For people. It, it shouldn't is. be. It is, but... but well, maybe it is. But <laughs> it shouldn't I don't know. be. Uh, <laughs> It shouldn't be getting as much exactly. Press I mean, so Nepal had another earthquake, and that's not even <laughs> yeah. anywhere on these headlines of these major newspapers, local. And, and, and but of course, that's by design because who wants people critically thinking about problems in the world? Just you know, don't worry about it. Keep following the to this and keep consuming. Everything's cool. Well, no, no, seriously, everything's cool. <laughs> there is something to be said about uh, you know not not being. Like we don't have to be too in. in what do you call it? Uh, it's nice to have things that are somewhat mindless, though they do put a yeah. lot of mind effort into it. And is entertainment weird. is fine. I, I indulge yeah. in entertainment plenty, right? But it, it, are there headlines? Oh, damn it. There are now headlines about, you know, some stupid Minecraft patch or something like that. But you know what I mean? It's something you do here and there, and it's in, it's how you unwind. That's cool. And I have no problem with people watching sports and getting into teams. But yeah, when, when you try to find real news and it's all over the place and it's this huge deal, and oh my gosh, can you believe what does this mean for the past and the future of all mankind? It doesn't mean shit. It means next year they're all going to go play the damn game again. And, you know, someone might have, you know, a, a, a tenth of a percent less on his salary and this person might, you know, have to go find a job inflating balls for another team. But they're going to do it all again. The show's got to go on. And it's just like, oh, it's just madness. It's, uh, oh. It becomes, it, it, this, it has created all these secondary news stories also, which is just like, oh, yeah. This, uh, this other group, the Barstool guys, went and sat in at NFL, and they got themselves arrested. <laughs> Bill Simmons has now reopened his Twitter account, and that's a headline. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah, that stuff gets me crazy. I mean, I do think that the punishment doesn't, is out of whack with some of the other punishments the NFL has yeah. given, and, and that's a problem. I like that but- Reddit, I like the Reddit post that has all the, you know, this yeah. is a, a, a terrible thing, and then they've got like, you know, a bunch of the different past offenders in, in pro sports. It's like wife beater, child beater, you know, yeah. this, this, that. Ball deflator. <laughs> it's like yeah, what? Yeah. It's getting this well. No, much because there. they're they're they were comparing basically comparing the punishments because yeah. the you know the domestic violence football player guys get like one game suspensions uh-huh. or something yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't actually know, so don't hold me to that because I I don't know. But I think that's yeah, what was mean. happening was the uh, yeah yeah that they is were basically happening. comparing the punishments, saying oh it's totally not fair that you gave Brady four games when you gave. All yeah. these other people who did real things, not yeah. as much. But I think it's just ridiculous that we're even having that conversation. I mean, you, you say it's ridiculous to have that conversation. But, I mean, 
they didn't even say conclusively that Brady did it. They they right. think he knew it was happening or that yeah. it was. Now ha- we're having the conversation. Yeah. I just, but I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Suspend again, all of them. Just just stop. Don't have the next four games at all for anyone. It, at yeah. all. And again, I have trouble <laughs> believing any of it, right? Like but does it, the it, other it, team is, not use the same balls, or is it just his balls? He only no, touches his own balls. No, no, balls. the team brings their own. Yeah. I remember, I yeah. remember this part. It, yeah, the, the team provides their own balls. So it's this very bizarre keep scenario. Balls in the after show, yeah. we've, yeah, we've said a lot yeah, of balls. Fine. You can say balls. Can we swear in the but after show? Did I did, did I tell you the team yeah, name? Did I tell you this? Swear you've like, sworn more kids. in this show than the whole first sixty nine episodes combined. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you my son's soccer team name? So Don't they're wearing they're the balls. They all have, ballers. They all have blue shirts on, right? And the coach is like, "We need to come up with a team name." The blue, and, the uh, blue ball? No. no <laughs> the kids all start yelling stuff out. One of them's like, "We want to be, uh, you know, we want to be like Blue Power," or, or uh, someone said like the Blue Giraffes, and you know, one of the one of the girls said something funny, and literally one of the kids yells "Blue Ball." <laughs> That's the innocence of youth. It's wonderful. And, and he doesn't know why everyone shot the name down. What do you mean? It's like, great. Let's go with that one. It's relevant. Right. They ended up with blue rules. Which, so wait. No, are wait, you making blue all, no sense. What's it? Blue rules oh. like were the best rules. I was just imagining after the game, every week you had to have the other team. Two, four, six, eight. Six. Who do we appreciate? <laughs> the blue balls. Blue balls. Blue balls. Oh, right. We totally should go with that. We should have done it. I should, oh. We should do it. Should we end the show now? Yeah. 